Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon. I'm sending you to sleep. Good evening. My name is Stevenson Altidore. You know me as the host of The Culture Report. This is the second episode of our new season where we just talk shit about CMU. And gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I am sorry for being late, on a week late with this episode. I was drowning homework. You know, when it's, when it's your senior year, there's a <laughs> lot of fucking work you got to do, especially when it's your last semester. But, you know, I never pass up the opportunity to shit talk my lovely institution. But today, <laughs> I'm here with a special guest, fellow CM Life co-worker. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the world once again. That is Twice this week. Better intro than I have ever done on my own podcast. I am very impressed here. Uh, my name is Andrew Mullen. Uh, like you said, I am a uh, co-worker at CM Life. I have been a, I'm at this point, a senior reporter. I've been reporting at CM Life since my freshman year. Uh, currently a junior, so it gives a little frame of time. Um, I also, um, at this point, part of a one third of the uh, po- of the Soundcheck team, uh, another podcast here at Central Michigan Life, which you can check out if you're into uh, rock music. But yeah, for today's purposes, we're going to talk about uh, my reporting here because, um, well, I'll let you introduce the topic here, Steve. Well, I want to introduce the topic before we go straight into that. Hopefully you guys heard the introduction episode where this this is no longer a music podcast. This is a, I like to call it, talk shit about CMU and see how much changes they can make podcast. <laughs> so if you are expecting music-related content, don't worry. I got you. I promise you guys I have a set of interviews done for you, and I already got one edited and ready to be posted next week. So by the time this host, by the time this is on, your all digital platforms, you will see a the first interview with an artist named Devil from Flint next week on the on the CM Life YouTube page. So check that out. But now, enough of the good shit. Let's get right back to the needy greedy. <laughs> How do you feel about food here at CMU? So um, I, I think I've I've had this conversation before. I think for at least me personally, and I and from a lot of students I spoke to. Um, reporting the story. I should point out first that the um, reason I'm on here, I'm not just some uh, random nobody here that, <laughs> that Steve brought on here. Um, I mean, they, hear, they heard your voice before. Yeah. They have to. Well, yes. I mean, I, I, I've done podcasts. Hey, I guess that's one reason. But also, um, I recently uh, wrote, wrote in, well, I say recently, I've been working on this piece for about 15 months. Too long. It's kind of picked up and dropped as time, as time gone, has gone on. But uh, finally, it was published. It's a long article, an analysis column about uh, see the dining halls here on CMU um, and kind of student opinion on that, kind of the quality of it, possible, I don't want to say possible health issues per se, but kind of, you know, some, you know, possible issues arising with the dining halls and the company that, we're, uh, that we've outsourced uh, to do our food services with here at CMU, yeah. Aramark. Now... And Can you just give a slight summary of what you found in that in your fifteen month reporting on, on from your column? So um, I found that I think, and, and going back to what your original question was, what do I think about the food here? Um, I think a lot of people that I spoke to, and I, I would include myself in this category as well, a lot of them fi- find it better, especially if they're incoming freshmen. They find it to be better than what they had in high school. More variety, more. Um, I guess just I guess just better food all around. I've heard some people say I would never eat the lunch in my high school because it was super gross. I mean, government cheese is not that good. It's yeah, really not. 
it really isn't. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying to give that uh, to pass to the dining halls here on campus. I'm just saying that's typically a lot of what people find at first, and then as they go on, they find themselves keep. It's weird because everyone who said, "Oh, I like the variety here," they would keep. The students would then follow up with, "Well, I do find myself kind of eating the same stuff every week, kind of eating the same stuff every day, whatever." Yeah. And after a while, people, I would assume, people start to realize, "Oh, I mean, this is just kind of." bland whatever you know it's just like i'm in a rut i can only eat so many salads a week you know i can only eat all this and i've i've had sandwiches that are like you know brisket sandwiches that are just like half dried out hunks of whatever just spewed on this crust you old. can't even tell what what's in it hunks of whatever yeah <laughs> man it's not like chitlins wow <laughs> i don't i don't know it's just you, i i've i've seen just like supposedly brisket sandwiches and they're just like half like like hunks of like dried meat on like really stale thick bread. Oh god, this is not appetizing. Oh and god, you remind me of the Southern Station here at All Falk. It's the worst Southern food I've ever had. <laughs> they try to make barbecue wings. I'm not barbecue yeah. wings. Um, barbecue chicken. One time, yeah. it was just like, where's the barbecue? Why is the skin so moist, but the inside of the chicken yeah. tastes like sandpaper? What are you doing here? This is not how food chicken is supposed to eat. I, I almost turned vegan that day. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah. I yeah. I remember one time. Um, I guess bringing off this tangent. Speaking of the Southern Station, I remember. I think it was like, I think it was during Halloween. You no, know, they tried to at least try to do something somewhat special for for holidays, and they gave like 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 steaks, like actual like I don't know if they're actual steaks per se, but like they actually looked the part. Um, I can't remember what kind, but like you know, I mean, you would I mean steaks that you get at a cafeteria. They're not amazing as you would imagine. No. The problem is though, all you had was butter knives to cut these really tough yeah. steak with. Like, yeah. who who thought this was a good idea? I like, know. I mean, you can't trust us with with actual butcher knives. I mean, you or, know, you know or but they I mean, they make steak knives. Like you couldn't pull stuff like that. But anyways, I mean, it, I mean these are they're kids who eat their steak with ketchup. Do you really want them with a steak knife? Do you really want them? That? I mean. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I mean you, there's not there's not a lot of damage you can do with a steak knife. I mean, but <laughs> I mean, come on. If you eat steak with, if you eat, you put ketchup on your steak. I think you're not human. That's just me. Yeah, That's just me. I, it's a weird thing. Like, st- I like steak sauce in my steaks. I use barbecue, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Oh, but anyways, we don't need to go down a steak yeah. tangent here. But, but no, typically, I mean, people are just at the. A lot of times, some people like. From from my perspective, a lot of people say they like it, but they don't seem as super enthused by it, or it's kind of like whatever. That's kind of the high end of the opinion now, of so our the, dining halls on campus. Now, it seems like there's, there's a disparity between freshman um, students and upperclassmen who's been here longer. They feel like they tend to feel like they eat the same thing over and over again over a longer period of time. Uh, not, not necessarily. I mean, a lot of the no. freshmen I spoke to also, I mean, they they, they would also say, like, I mean, at first they seemed to like, oh, yeah, this is definitely better than high school. But even yeah. they say they they find variety after even like during the freshman, a lot of the freshmen I spoke to, even they said, yeah, I find myself getting into a pattern every now and again. And of course, a lot of upper fre- uh, classmen, from my knowledge, don't even have meal plans because they can live off campus. So mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's kind of disparaging between the two. But like a lot, a lot of the people, I, a lot of the upperclassmen who work also work here at Same Life, you know, they've talked about, you know, like. Just not liking the food here, and just really like going hard on it. I mean, I've it, it just it just kind of seems to be a general summation that the food here either doesn't excite people or it's not amazing. And the, there's actual data that points to that. Uh, the last residence life survey, because res, 
dining is technically part of res, uh, res life. Uh, those conducted back in 2018 found that we were below average uh, to other colleges in our Carnegie, Carnegie classification when it comes to uh, dining. It was actually the lowest, by far the lowest rated uh, section of residence life it was uh, our dining satisfaction. Now, can you explain what the, the Carnegie... Um um, I, I don't fully, I don't quite fully understand it. From my understanding, it's just basically other schools that are similar to CMU. Okay. So like any, like I assume by size and you know, enrollment and whatnot. So when they look at that, um, you can go read the story. Hopefully, you might. might uh, I, I still struggle to kind of explain it, but you can go read the article it might help uh, kind of uh, explain it better. But essentially, what the way the Residence Life Survey does is they take. Um, uh, they, they'll send out emails, and I actually took the most recent one because I still think they're still taking uh, survey data for, oh, yeah, for, just, for this year. I just keep ignoring it. <laughs> just push it to the yeah. side. Hey, I wanted to tell them what I thought, so I, I took it. But, um, but anyways, yeah, essentially when Residence Life does a survey, they send out like a mass set of emails to students saying, hey, please take the survey. Tell us what you think about, uh, you know, your, you know on now, not just dining facilities, but like um, – what, what, what do you think of your rooms? Do you feel safe in your rooms? You know, like it, how clean it is. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just kind of like all all forms of like living on campus. campus yeah. And when they kind when they this will gather all that data, and then what they do, I think there's a company that helps do them. It's called Sky Factor. Uh, that they'll kind of combine all that data and they'll compare it to other again, like I said, other schools similar to CMU. And they take a mean, mean of that, which is, they usually keep that around 5.5. If anything's above 5.5, that's above average. Everything's anything kind of hovers around the 5.5 yeah. average, then it's the average compared to those other schools. If it's right. below it, uh, if any section of residence life is below that, it's below average. And dining got a score of, I believe, 4.77. So it's not a great deal, but like. Even if you even look at the Res Life survey, it's kind of like in the red as far as you know being below uh, satisfaction. And again, red dining was by far the lowest now, section of residence life there. So students have a problem with the lack of variety because I believe a lot of the initial excitement of the food is just that it's not high school anymore. Yeah, it's not high school anymore. And plus, the way they present it here on campus is like a buffet style mm-hmm. um, meal where. I know in my high school, you only get lunch one time. If you wanted a second lunch, you you had to find a way to sneak in line and use somebody else's ID. <laughs> I, you can you can get as many places you want here, and that kind of you know you can try the burgers, you can try the Southern Station, yeah. whatever they're cooking there. But what I'm really not um, satisfied with is when they do these one-off Wings Day, where they just serve wings all day in the RFOC for one time in a school year sometimes. Once a semester, sometimes once in the school year. You get like five, six different flavor wings, and the line goes from like the actual station to sometimes to the door because you're like, oh, my God, they're serving wings. And that's the only time they do it. Yeah, that, you, I know you've talked about that before, and, um, and actually um, I should point out that S- Steve was also used as a source of my article. Oh, yeah, I, I talk shit too, don't worry. Yeah, so I mean, like it, it, it's um, it's in there. He, he's in the story. You gave a great quote because um, you've we, we can talk about it later. But I know you you talked about this in the culture report before, you know about about how how a shit the food can be sometimes, but also how um, yeah they'll do something really cool 
and then they just don't like seem to follow up on it. They seem to just like slack off the rest of the time. There's actually a great quote I have from a a, a kid on campus. Uh, his name is Tyler Modoc, and he was a great. He was also a great interview for for this story. And he, I think, he said something along the lines of, "They'll do something fancy once, and they'll never do it again." Oh yeah, the first week of school is elite. It's elite. You. That's why fresh. I remember my first time. Uh, now let me let me preface this. As the listeners know, I graduated from community college with my AA. So I went from high school to community college. My community college didn't have a, a meal plan. You had They had stations where you had to buy food. Still much better than what, it, what they serve here. But when I came over here and I was like, oh, I can come here three times a day because I had, I had um, the unlimited meal plan. I can come here three times a day, get all this food. And the first week they served like popcorn, chicken, um, tater tots with seasoned fries and sweet potato fries. They put the whole like, it's like it's like when you're going on a date with a girl you always want to go out with and you just like go all out. You take her to the movies, you take her to a restaurant that's way above your budget, you go to an activity, you making an all day event. That was that's when you look at your bank account the very next day and like, man, she better like me for this shit. Cause I can't even afford no a, a glass of water right now. That's exactly what they just went all out. But but but, he, but here's the difference. You have to pay some dollars for a meal plan. The is, students have to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and it's like but surely over, you guys should be bringing it all out. For but us. also, but I do believe over time, based on how many meals you get, it's good value. Especially like I have right now, I have the ten the ten meal plan a week. So for ten meals a week, I pay like I think just uh, just over two thousand dollars, and I go there ten times a week. I mean, ten times every week for thirty two weeks in a semester. That's pretty good. I'm I'm paying less than mm-hmm. I'm paying less than what I actually would have to actually get the food I'm getting often. Yeah. So in terms of value, I think it's one of the more valuable things CMU offers in their tuition plan or whatever. Yeah. But I, in terms of quality, yeah. It we expect more, especially like the little things like these are what separates kids from going to CMU to going to Michigan State or Grand Valley State or Saginaw Valley. Mm-hmm. These little things where, hey, sure, you know, you have the academic um, capabilities in terms of departments, but how many freshmen, how many college students change their majors? Mm-hmm. Nobody really, not a lot of kids know what they want to do yet. So academically, that's not really something that's really pushed for. We like novel things. Where the food at? Where the party scene? Where's this? Where's that? I think there's a un, there's not enough focus on the, on those little things as 16, 17, 18 year olds where we're very frickle minded. Mm-hmm. One day we might tell you, yeah, I want to be a doctor the very next night. Hey, yo, where the hoes at? Like, it's, it's, it's that simple. It's that simple. So with the food, and I truly believe this, how many times do you go home and just tell your you know, friends or family members, yeah, I mean, I could eat better. Sometimes the food is not that good. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I mean, value to me, like, I think part of value is quality. Like, I, I, that's why I feel like if I'm paying X amount of money for, for meal plans, why why should I have to, like, be struggle every day to sometimes, like, really, am I eating pizza again? Like, do I really have to pick from whatever to try to like scrounge up something decent to eat like i mean those kids are on campus hungry i mean yeah i mean that's another problem as well that's a separate problem but yeah yeah i mean of course obviously the one dollar meal plans there and now and the swipe bank whatever they're doing but i mean 
I, I'm I'm looking at his value in terms of financially, though. Yeah, I mean, because in, in terms of financial value, of, of a lot of things that CMU offer in terms of money and monetary value, yeah, the food plan is very valuable. It's one of the most valuable things they could offer. Yeah, it it, it, it can be certainly, and I, I think based on, I think ba- if we're going based on solely like, you know, like you said, the buffet. If you're going based on solely uh, quantity alone, then yes, it can. It, it, you can definitely find value, especially the for the. Um, uh, especially the type of meal plan you get. Like I remember, I, I when I lived in the dorms, um, I had a fourteen a week meal plan. Honestly, that was too much because I wouldn't be able to go out fourteen times a week. It's just you know I didn't find the time or whatever. You know, like I would often have things left over. Again, not say, not blaming CMU for that. I just chose their own meal plan. But you know, again, it just when we but like again, once you figure that stuff out, you can kind of adjust it accordingly. But for me, I think. If you if you want to go back to the quality, if students and this is another point I brought up in in, in the article, if students are going to be required now to live here for two years, like CMU and Aramark, and we haven't really mentioned Aramark very much yet, uh, they need to kind of step up their game, and I I think they need to step up their game. I think a lot a lot of students would share the sentiment as well. They need to step up their game and not serve um, food that not serve. They, not serve me cheap, cheap imitation um, egg McMuffin sandwiches. They're not good at at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, you think I want to? You think I want a egg McMuffin that's nowhere near as good as McDonald's? Think I want some dried up pancakes? Yeah, yo, the pancakes are the worst things. And said. I love pancakes, but not the ones here. You I, think I, I want grilled cheese sandwich after a long day at <laughs> class? You think I grilled cheese? I can make that in my dorm. I, it's a I mean, make that, me something. I make the popcorn chicken more, or the fried shrimp. Yeah, the, oh, the shrimp is great. Yeah, I, I like it when they do the shrimp. I they have all this good food that they make, and they don't. Is and I don't know. I don't know how to decide on what to cook and when to serve it. I mean, you do you have that? Do you know when? How, um, how to I, I do not know when they how they decide that. I mean, I'm, I I can notice patterns certain certain things. Like I know like for holidays and for instance, they do try to like. They do. I'll give them this. They do definitely try to do some fun stuff around the holidays. Tend to be the same stuff every year. I don't care about presentation. I want my stomach to be full. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean it's. I mean, and I'll, but like true. But also, I do find that they do tend to have some decent stuff out. Like both taste wise, quality wise, they'll have like fun like hot cocoa stations at like yeah. Christmas time. They, they'll try to do stuff around the holiday seasons. But like again, it's just a normal day. Again, here's another relationship about analogy. You know what I compare those holiday seasons to or these recruitment days? Usually when they have the wing day, it's, it's, it's a big recruitment day oh. with a lot of high school kids. So it's like when, yeah. you were, when you were a shitty boyfriend or girlfriend, but you bank, your, you, you bank your whole reputation of being a great partner on Valentine's, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Where for 362 days out of the year, you are a terrible partner. But for those three days, <laughs> oh, man, you become Will Chamberlain. You become Albert Pujols. You become Patrick Mahomes. That's a you, great analogy. You are delivering on on the dot when you need to most every single time. But what about the rest 362 days? You're Smush, you're Smush Parker. Yeah. It, it, you're Andrew Bynum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. That's you're a, that's Chad Hennon. Great way of putting it. And, I mean, it's You're Jeff Mathis. For all the baseball fans there, he can't hit. He's like a below average, like 156 hitter. But anyway. I'm, I'm just going to pretend that made sense to me. But no, seriously, that's, but no, that's a great analogy. You know, I mean, 
and it's it's interesting. It might make why it might make sense why weekends, for instance, are the worst times to go. Like oh, if you've yes. ever eaten here on the weekend, it is the worst. It's always like the same like three sets of meals. So they'll like switch out, and you can always predict it. It's that shitty like Oreo mint dessert they put out. It, it, it maybe they'll have fettuccine Alfredo, which I mean it's cafeteria fettuccine Alfredo, so it's whatever. They give you that chicken Alfredo where the chicken is just dry. Yeah, or just basic, hardly even like nuggets, or it's just, yeah, that 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 kind of stuff, you know. Um, it, it's just to me, it, they do like they seem to be lazy at times as far as, and I'm not saying this student workers. I'm not gonna hear shitting on the student workers here. I'm just saying as far as whoever whoever is in control of putting out, of deciding what we eat, we put them out like Aramark, whether it be Aramark um, or CMU Dining. That's the issue that I have here. And, um, yeah, haven't even talking about the inspiration for the story yet for me. Was, what, was the inspir- inspir- what was the inspiration for the story? Well, um, if you, it's actually, again, if you read the article, um, there, the, it's actually right at the beginning of it. Um, basically, uh, you mentioned, you mentioned the, the Egg McMuffin at, like, 7 p.m. kind yeah. of thing. So I had that once. It was actually on a Sunday night, and uh, I was just sitting, eating. And then I had eaten pretty much most of the th- most of it down, and then I think it was just like a few bits of like bread left over and some lettuce. And uh, I looked down and I noticed something little moving around on my plate. Um, it was a tiny little uh, aphid, as it, when I looked it up, it was a little bug. They were all like in my lettuce. I found like smushed up against uh, like the uh, the was what they call English muffins that they used. Um, and it was like, oh. Okay. I mean, once you but once you get your food from people from the same place that feed feed jail mates in yeah. inhumanely, you shouldn't be surprised you see bugs in your life. Oh yeah, you? like it, and th- that's not even. <laughs> yeah, so, so I shouldn't go into Airmark. So yeah, I mentioned Airmark a few times. They're a very large corporation. They operate all all, all over the world. Uh, you can definitely look over in Ireland. That's definitely a country they have a lot of uh, dealings in, and um, not great ones. But if you want more localized. Uh, on a more localized um, situation, you have to go back to um, to their time running mixing corrections and their and their, their dining facilities. Um, there's they talk a lot about like how the inmates were fed rat cakes that they said when the rats would chew on the edges of cakes and the workers would just cut off the end, ends of the cakes and just still feed it to the prisoners. So. Uh, like that's the kind of company that's running. I see. I'm not saying they're not <laughs> not saying they're doing that kind of stuff hey, here. Let's let's not let's not jump out the window. They're not feeding us rat cakes. They're not feeding us rat cakes. Definitely not. But, but we should have the right to expect our lettuce to be clean and have no yes. bugs. Or um, like, and there's actually this video that um, I think I mentioned his name earlier, Title Modoc. He gave me a video of like this. I don't know what it looked like, like a grasshopper. I don't know what kind of bug it or a cricket or something. I don't know what kind of bug it was, but it was like crawling through spinach. I think he posted on like on like Snapchat or something. Excuse me. Yeah. Like in the building or on his plate. Like uh, it was in his plate. Like in his plate, he opened. He had like like spinach. Like I can show you if you want. <laughs> bro, bro, please. Hey, hold up, chill with that. Hey, man, I eat. So like. <laughs> Okay, I mean, you know, I won't make you throw up on the podcast. I'm, I'm, it's not a good. I'm, I'm not going to throw up. I'm more sad that after this, I might have to get something to eat. I ain't got no money like that to go shopping. 
so I was gonna go to the school and eat. But you telling me there's grasshoppers in my spinach? Well, I don't know if the density of grass. It was a bug of some kind. Don't, don't matter, grasshopper and edit. It could be the devil himself. There's something in my spinach. I don't want it, bro. Yeah. Because I love spinach. I like. I prefer yeah. spinach over lettuce. So now you tell me I can't get lettuce or spinach. Don't even give us cabbage over here. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to, where where am I get my greens? Where am I get my greens? Green know. peppers. Hey. hey. Jalapeno. Oh, oh, Jesus, the pepper. But anyways. Um, Don't so, tell me you know something about that as well. Oh, I'm not even going to touch on that. I, the, the source, I, I did learn about a pepper story, but the source didn't want to go on record for that. So I won't bring it up here. But, yeah, again, not saying, again, not saying the, the um, oh, there was one more health report also. And I'm sorry, this is Arvok where you eat regularly. I'm sorry to bring this up. But um, a few years ago, it was back in, like, tw- like the... Like winter of 2017, I want to say, uh, they found. Um, I think it was. I don't know if you were there yet. I think it was, I was. I was here when it's 2016. That was that was the fall semester. That was my first semester. Or was here. it 20? It's either 2016 or 2017. I want to say 2017. Okay, oh, I might have dodged the bullet. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, they found. Um, there was this. <laughs> um, there were from from the Isabella uh, County um, Health District. I forget fit the full name of it, but essentially the the, the county's um, health food inspection, like in fact food places. Um, they went there and they discovered that there were um, not only evidence of ant, but ant hills in the dishroom of Arvok. Wait. Ant hills, meaning they had been there for a little while. How do you have ant hills? <clears throat> Th- that's what the report, hey, that's, what, that's what the health Inside the said. building. They, again, they might have been there for a while. That's what the health report said. And how like, is that possible? <laughs> Like, how do you, like, I get, okay, I get that there could be ants in the building. It's pretty normal. But ant hills? Yeah. That's in what, the dish? What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, I was shocked when I read that, too. And uh, there's actually a fall, they actually did, like, I think a month later. They did a follow-up, like, around a month later. And this is the thing that really got me, actually. Not even the ant hills. A month later, they did a follow-up uh, inspection to that. And in, in, in the original one with, like, the anthill report, obviously that's the big thing. But there's also some, like, minor infraction, like, oh, they didn't label, like, the baking soda or something date-wise. I mean, it's nothing major. I mean, you, yeah. that's stuff you can just forget about. But, like, the follow-up, the follow-up report, um, I, which I believe the uh, people at um, whoever the managers, whoever were at Arvok would have known it was coming. Obviously, they thankfully fixed the ant problem then. But that minor, but that minor infraction they were caught on before, even though they knew they were coming back, was still not fixed when uh, they came back for the inspections. Again, n- not not saying this is the case in every dining hall. Not yeah, saying this yeah. is like all time. It's not crawling with. No, but is, is dining it, halls aren't crawling with bugs? But I think this does pattern? speak to something. Is, this, is, is there a pattern that's continued to happen though? It's it's if there is. I mean, again, I mean, if it's a, it's not a major pattern, but it's definitely there. I've spoken to a couple people who found like flies and lettuce. I've I've seen that before as well. I, there's actually another instance of a bug crawling out of someone's like salad or spinach or something. Do besides they? Besides the one I mentioned. So, so but my, is this something that happens like not often? I'm not going to say often, but like, I mean, frequent it, enough where it's just the point of like as students we should be alarmed. I don't know if alarms is a bit of a strong verb. I don't know if I would use alarmed, but you I mean, know. if I'm paying two thousand dollars for my food, I, I have the yeah, right to be alarmed. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you, Jay. Um, I I would ne- definitely not say be alarmed, but I I will say this: I still check the lettuce at uh, Robinson, which is where I had the, uh, the the bug incident every time I put something on my sandwich, just to double check. Um, I mean, I I do check my I do make sure to look at the salad lettuce sometimes, just make sure there isn't a fly in there. I mean, I, I do check some stuff, and maybe that's what I would advise, just be a little more cautious. 
I mean, just about, like, sometimes what happens. I mean, again, like, hair isn't food. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just it's just something that happens every now and again. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, it, I, I've, I've, I've heard enough stories doing the, heard enough bug-related stories doing the story where I, working on this article, I mean, sorry, where I'm at least double-checking sometimes. Now, but you, we, we can check our food, yes, but... Isn't that their job as well as workers and as people who's feeding a whole entire school oh, student yeah. body? I mean, I, I, I'm definitely not saying take the blame. <laughs> yeah. From uh, yeah, and, and I don't, I don't want to shit on the student workers here. Oh, I don't. I don't either. I mean, but like, they, they already work hard enough at our fuck, and they're not mo- majority of them. Yeah, not happy. But like, but that's your job. Yeah, part of it is like, and again, I mean, sometimes there might be some issues like with like the culture of working there. Fortunately, I never really got to speak to a worker here because a lot of them didn't want to go on record with me because they were afraid of losing their jobs. Understandable. Of, which, again, yeah, I understand too. But, and, um, but yeah, I, I, there, there does seem to be, like, to me, maybe some of the more experienced workers, yeah, they, they definitely should um, take, take more due diligence in making sure, hey, this lettuce doesn't have anything through there or washing right. it or whatever, you right. know. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how something like my, like my, AFID incident would have happened if they didn't, didn't wash it correctly. If there was an issue issue with our food distributor, I knew I know I think they. I remember speaking to um, a manager there that night, and he said, "Yeah, we get our stuff from Gordon." So I don't know if that's an issue with them, but it. No, noticing other trends with other Airmark locations, there definitely does I think raise a lot of questions and possible points of pointing responsibility to other people. Now, as we gear towards the end of this. Lovely, lovely shit talking. Um, ex- escapade. What do you? What would you say? CMU or the dining halls in general, the people who run it, should do to improve on the conditions, the the below average rating, all the reviews that you, all your sources um, you spoken to who had negative experiences with there. What can they do to improve on all this? Well, I mean, I, th- I think we've certainly taken some certain steps forward. Um, w- w- one of the main sources I spoke throughout this whole thing, his name is Kyle Seeley. He's in charge of – he's the director of auxiliary o- operations here on campus, which which um, he runs a couple things on campus, including like the bookstore and stuff like that, but also the di- like campus dining is one of them. And he, he brought up a couple things like, well, recently we've been you know, adding more gluten-free options, vegetarian options, and – I mean, all that's well and good to me, and I think it's definitely a positive step. And um, I, I'm sure, like, it's probably more friendly for, for them than it was, like, 10 years ago in the dining halls, for sure. But um, I, I think there's a good step there, and they should probably continue going forward with that. Beyond that, I mean, A, don't be lazy in the weekends. Don't, like, try the same three crap that, like, I, I never eat on the weekends anymore in the dining halls. Never. It's just, like, what's the point? I know I'm not going to find anything I want there. The only good thing is there that, um, uh, Ro- at least in Robinson, you can have the, um, like, this, the sandwich, they all have all their sandwich stuff out, so you can kind of be a little more customizable and creative with that stuff, but beyond that, like, step up on the weekends, definitely. Don't just wait till the holidays or, like you said, recruitment days to kind of Try to all the fancy stuff. Not saying you have to break pinks or pockets, but like again, we're paying two thousand dollars. I expect better food than what we're getting. Um, and again, I, I don't want to say it, I, I like a lot of people might point to getting rid of Aramark and getting it like a, either going back to in-house, you know, just having CMU doing all that stuff, or get a better food service provider. I don't want to say just throw away Aramark because I think that's a bit of I might be too much of a quote-unquote drastic change. But at the very least. 
more penalty systems if they're not doing well definitely make more incentive incentives for Aramark to step up their game and make sure that hey and say hey students aren't happy here or at least not super thrilled about the food here we could definitely we definitely should expect better um uh, service from from Aramark again this is food we're talking about and the thing that really gets to me is that again students are required to live on campus for two years, which means they are required to have a meal plan for two years, whether they want it or not. So if you're going to force students to stay here for two years on campus, then I think it shouldn't be too much to ask them to and make sure that the food uh, is worthwhile. So I totally agree. One thing I, I've been thinking about is, I remember I said in a quote, an article when I talked to you, I said something about extending hours for Norfolk. But... I, I thought about it a while ago, and I was like, the student workers don't want to stay out because they it might say we close at 7.30 now at Alfalk, but it sometimes stays till 8.30, 9, yeah. 9, 9 o'clock, cleaning up. Yeah. So can't the school offer more, like hire more adult workers to work those late night mm-hmm. shifts so that Alfalk could be open extra 30 minutes, maybe another hour? Yeah, or or, or at least, you know, Maybe like have at least so at least like um again it might not make too much difference people living in our that would yeah. be a rough thing but like I know Merrill does like that those late night That's, hours yeah. as well um and we, which makes sense because they're I think they're, from my from my understanding they're probably the lowest um, may, maybe Robinson could be too but I think Merrill is probably the lowest you know like um uh, less traf, uh, traffic at um dining hall on campus so maybe open that up for Robinson too or do it for a fresh, I don't know, or make RFOC that. I, I don't know how that would work. Um, obviously, there's good and bad. If you hire more adult workers, there might be less student jobs. But again, I, I, I would generally agree with the yes. There, there definitely should be, again, more adult workers, more late hours, uh, pushing it back. They, you know, they re- I think I just noticed that like the, like a few weeks ago, they just they pushed back the hours from 8 to uh, 7.30. So it's not even less time for people who might have evening classes. Yeah, because so. I have late classes at times that you have to get, go to the subway. But anyway, thank you for coming. Do you have any last words to tell to uh, the people? No, last... I, I just hope I made a good <laughs> a good first episode here I for mean, the culture report. I mean, look, bro, you've just you you've broken a lot of people's hearts with, with, with the stories you have just told. You should be proud of that. <laughs> But. All right. Well, I, I guess I will be. But no. Um, yeah. Again, if uh, I don't think I've brought up the title of this, I mentioned it a couple times. If you want to read this? Um, you go on Seam Life. It is called Analysis, all caps. Analysis. Students share their experience with the CMU dining halls. Um, I talked to a lot of students. Like I said, talked about their opinions about the food here on campus. I, I looked. At, I, I asked a lot of questions to CMU faculty members, uh, Aramark reps, and whatnot throughout the story. And should point out the Aramark representatives only want to talk to me over email, not even on the phone. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> I will. You can just make those inferences for yourself there. But um, yeah, definitely go check that out. And um, yeah, I'm very happy you brought me on the podcast. I'm happy to talk about this. And uh, yeah, definitely willing to talk about our uh, fascinating dining halls here on campus. Thank you so much. And as you know, guys, know this is the second episode of the Culture Report. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just being here. I love you guys so much. We'll be back once again in two weeks. But as you guys know, Belle Jeunet, and you are well-freaking Haitian Creole speakers now. That means have a good night, have a great weekend, and I truly hope you do.